Borada, everyone. Sit IT. Well, not Borada, but everyone. Sit IT. Hope you're doing well. Hope you're fantastic. Welcome to the Dragons World Podcast. I am Yestin. Uh, today's episode is a pre match view to the Wales Portugal game on Saturday. Um, the squad was released, the lineups were released for the game, and I thought it'd be good to include these kind of things into the podcast, you know, pre match. Post-match, news, those three sort of subjects will go along the lines of. And I'm taking these Wales games as basically practice for um, when the Dragons actually, you know, start playing league games again. So that's how I'm taking it. So if you didn't see the tweet I put out the other day, it was um, kind of like, what was the stupid title I gave it? I'll try and find the bloody tweet now. I called it, oh, there we go. I called it my... Pre-podcast, pre-match view. So it was just a putting the feelers out of how I, what I think would happen in the game, and you know I would emphasise more on on the podcast. Now, as I'm doing this, I'm trying to find the, the Wales team. Should have been more prepared than this. But I'm trying to find the lineup. Bear with me, everyone. But yes, let me just as I'm doing this, I'll just read through. Effectively, what I put down in a little bit more detail, and then we'll get to the team um, that's actually playing. So, obviously, we're playing Portugal. Um, you know, I did a bit of research into the Portugal team just to see if there was any sort of, you know, any anything that stood out that I could say that you know wouldn't make me sound like, you know, like I put in the tweet, arrogant, like we're going to beat them, and. You know, it wasn't. It's Portugal. They've played a bunch of tier two, tier three teams. I think they've only lost two in their last five matches. Um, and the only tier one win I think they have is against at the moment, based off what I found, was against Italy. Many, many in late in the early two thousands. Aside from that, I think that well, I think I'm saying I think I know they beat Romania. They've beaten with a hundred percent record against Chile. They've beaten Romania. They've beaten Namibia. They've beaten teams which and they've beaten Japan. No, I think they lost to Japan. Sorry. So this season, this in this period of rugby, uh, they lost to Portugal, they beat lost to Georgia, they beat Spain, they beat the USA, and they lost to an Australia B team. They've beaten Romania, they've beaten Poland, they've beaten Belgium. You know, they've beaten a lot of teams. I can honestly say I can't see us getting any problems. Uh, coming up against any problems against them. Hence the reason for the lineup that they've picked. It wasn't much of a shock. Um for who they picked, we expected a lot of rotation, giving a lot of boys, you know, a good, get a lot of fringe players a good run out. So this is if you have missed the team, if you haven't seen it, this is our lineup. So our forwards goes like this: we got Nicky Smith, Dewey Lake, and Dylan Lewis in the front three. Chris, I can't even say that. I'm going to butcher this. I'm sorry, Chris. To to I can't even say that. My my. Accent won't physically let me get those words together. To Schwinza, I'm going to say like I apologize to Chris and to anyone as this if I butchered that, which I clearly did. Um, he's partnering actually with David Jenkins's extra Chiefs uh, teammate, so that's a good pairing. Dan Lydia, Dragons boy, whoop whoop. Uh, Tommy Raffle, who come on on against Fiji and did very very well, and Talupi Falatawa, of course, 101 caps for him. Lee Halfpenny, unattached, plays at fullback. Reese Zamet plays on the wing. Rio Dyer, another Dragons boy, playing on the other side. Johnny Williams, 
and Mason Grady partner each other in the centre. Gareth Anscombe will start at number 10. Thomas Williams at number 9. Again, I didn't really see any, any sort of surprises. Even if you look at our bench, Ryan Elias, Corey Domachowski, Tom Francis, Adam Beard, Tim Basham, another Dragons boy, Gareth Davis, Sam Costello and Josh Adams. You know, I didn't really look at that and think, well, that's, those are shocks. We got three boys, four boys getting their World Cup debuts. So, yeah, it was expected. It's a good opportunity for, you know, the players to have a run out, for all those fringe players to get a good run out. You know, Rio Dyer, World Cup sort of, you know, first game in the World first start in the World Cup, obviously coming against Fiji. It'd be good for him to strut his stuff. I didn't rate him in the Six Nations. I really didn't. There was occasions where I can't, I can't remember the games it was, but he, you know, he had two or three good opportunities to score tries and he either dropped the ball, overran, didn't keep up with it, stuff like that. So I didn't rate him, but I think he had a good summer series and I'm hoping to see a lot of him in this. On the other wing, Lewis Rees Samet. This has to be a confidence game for him. I think the only reason he's played is because and I'm hoping I'm not the only one who thinks this. The boy is just devoid of confidence when he has the ball. I think in the game against Fiji, he had maybe two two line breaks where he actually used his pace to get past. And he obviously scored that try, which I flat out said he was very lucky. If Jack Morgan's kick was half a yard so short, the Fijian boy has caught it and he's away. Obviously, we Sam probably caught him because he's fast as hell. But I, I, what I want from him in this game is for him to get the ball and just to run. Just run, 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 run. As much as he possibly can. Like, really, t- no, no disrespect to Portugal. I'm not anticipating problems, and I don't think many are. So this is a good chance for him to really, like, show what he can do. And again, it's a lot of it's a good opportunity for a lot of these boys to stake their claim for the Australia game. You know, if Rio Dyer scores two or three tries, you're going to I For me, I'd see him playing on the wing with Josh Adams. Um, Gareth Anscombe at 10 is, was expected. I don't, I, again, I'm, I sound horrible when I say it, but for me, Sam Costello, unless he starts to really come through this season, I don't see him ha- as a viable replacement for Dan Bigger. I just don't. I don't even see Gareth Anscombe as a viable replacement for Dan Bigger. And if you look through all the regions and the wider world of Welsh rugby, there isn't really anyone coming through who can fill Dan Bigger's boots. I, I don't think, anyway. So, yeah, those are the only things. I'm, I'm glad Thomas Williams is starting because I can't stand Gareth Davis. I just can't. You know, he said before, when he got picked for the World Cup team, he was shot. He was worried that if he was going to get picked at all. And I've, I state, if Reese Webb didn't retire, Gareth Davis wouldn't have gone. He wouldn't have. Reese Webb would have gone because those two games he played, he played much, much better than Gareth Davis. And as I mentioned in the Fiji game, he just he was so slow getting the ball out. You know, I've been watching the um, the World Cup Classics on ITVX, and in every one I've watched, we've had a different scrum half. It was like Dwayne Peel, Mike Phillips, Reese Webb playing in a couple of games, and they was just we were just so much faster. And then every time Gareth Davis plays, it's just so slow. It's like get the when he does get the ball out, he's box kicking it, which is annoying. Um, good opportunity for our forwards to get a good run out as well. A couple of new boys coming, like I said. Um, Dewey Lake, David Jenkins, his extra teammate, Christ. 
um, all under 10 caps, so they're going to get a good opportunity to get some to get a run out, I think, and hopefully impress. I'm like I said, it wasn't a surprise. It was expected. That if this time the team was expected, so I'm expecting a massive, massive win for us. I really, really am. Um, if you're wondering when the game is, it's on Saturday. It's a quarter to six, it's a quarter to five kickoff, and they're playing in Nice. It will be on S4C or ITV. Um, if you're a Welsh language speaker like I am, ITV, um, S4C is probably the way to go because I can't stand ITV. Like no disrespect, but the in the Welsh in the Welsh game, how hard was it to find a Fijian player to go on there? The England game, how hard was it to find an Argentine? In the other games, they've done it. Just do those two games. They picked just and. Yeah, they just need to do better, I think. Because it's Welsh TV, S4C, you expect them to have that. So, that's when the game is on. Prediction-wise, I don't... A part of me doesn't want to nail it on the head where I say, this is what I think the score was going to be. I don't anticipate a lot of points from Portugal. I honestly think penalties is probably the most they're going to get. So, I'm going to go... Portugal is going to get six. It's going to be six for them. Two penalties they're going to go with. And then for us, I put 50 plus on the tweet. And if I had to stick my hat on something, I'm probably going to go 57-6 to us. It's going to be a comprehensive win. But I'm hoping we use this opportunity. I really do hope we use this opportunity to give these boys a good run out. You know, this, these are the kind of games where you do play people like Costello. You know, you bring him on with about 60, not 60 minutes, sorry, but 30 minutes to go, 20 minutes to go. You know, really give him a confidence-boosting game. Get the best out of him because I I haven't seen enough of him to really go, you know, yes, you are the next Dan Bigger. You are the next person in line. I don't follow the Scarlets. You know, I don't follow the Blues. I don't follow the Ospreys. I only follow the Dragons, hence the podcast. So I haven't really seen a lot of him, you know. So, yeah, it's it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. Nice to see Halfpenny playing, though, at fullback. You know, I've always lo- I loved to leave Halfpenny. I didn't think it was fair the way um, the Dragons not so much treated him. But, you know, his last game at Judgment Day, he didn't even get on the field. The game was lost. You know, give him a good, give him a good goodbye. But... That's just my view. That's just my view on it. So yes, Wales beat Portugal this Saturday. I'm expecting a big win. I've already given you my prediction. 57-6 to Wales. Ultimately, I think you'll probably be... It's either going to be a couple of less or it's going to be a couple more. Can't see Portugal giving us problems. But I could be wrong. I'm doubtful I'm going to be wrong. But I could be wrong. Um, so yeah, I hope you enjoyed this pre-match episode. Um, the game is on Saturday. There will then be the game, the day after game, the day after podcast on the Sunday as well. Obviously, you and you began probably a double header of news. The news episode probably come on the Monday because I don't want to have two episodes coming out on the same day. So lots to happen. Um, so yeah, and a big shout out to the Dragons, guys. Um, if you are a Dragons member, just put dropping this in here. If you are a Dragons season member, they have an event happening this Monday, 7 o'clock at Ronnie Parade, uh, where you will get to meet... It'll be a quest Q and A with uh, the coach and some of the and the new players. Sounds like a great, great evening, and I'm get it. I won't be able to make it, but maybe next time I'll be able to get it. So yes, don't forget to follow the podcast on Spotify. We are on um, iTunes as well, and I'll put the link to that in the description. And obviously follow us on Twitter. I'm not calling it X because until they change the website to X, 
I'm calling it Twitter. So don't forget to follow us on Twitter. I'm always tweeting on there. And when it comes to the Wales game, I'm going to be tweeting like an absolute madman. So yes, uh, enjoy the rest of your day. And I will see you all soon. Hold up, pal.